0: And welcome to a very special edition of the NEO News Today podcast. As always, I am your host, Dylan. On October 17th, 2016, the AntShares mainnet went live, which was the proverbial marble pushed down the slope at the top of a snowy mountain. Since then, the NEO ecosystem has snowballed into a multifunctional smart contract platform used around the world. We at NEO News Today wanted to commemorate the five-year mainnet anniversary by learning a bit more about the journeys of community members within the NEO ecosystem. So we reached out to 11 members of the community, each with their own contributions and varying degrees of time spent in the ecosystem. We interviewed NEO leadership, developer communities, and dApps that are integrating NEO into their stack. It was my pleasure to speak with each and every one of these participants for this episode, and I hope you enjoy listening to these conversations as much as I enjoyed having them. Our first question was, who are you and what do you do? We'll kick off the segment with Vincent Geneste.
1: I'm a Ghost Market CEO and founder. I deal with NFT on a daily basis, and and one of the chain we're integrated with being Neo3. I'm
2: John Davidas. I build uh, developer tools. We're based in Seattle. What we do, in very simple terms, is to provide professional developers the best-in-class developer experience in the blockchain world, and one that compares, if not raises the bar, with respect to mainstream development, especially on Amazon Web Services or
3: Azure. This is John Wang from the NEO Global Development Shanghai team. And I'm currently responsible for NEO's EcoGrowth team and the marketing team. And I'm also responsible for the NEO Eco Fund.
4: My name is Brett, or Edge. I am an editor at NEO News Today. And I do all sorts of writing of articles, editing, trying to make myself useful around the NEO ecosystem.
5: I have the nice Norwegian name, Odd. I'm a developer for Mymingo. Been making that for the last eight months or so.
6: I'm Gil. I'm the founder of X Labs in EL3J. ji am a community member. I'm a serial uh, open source contributor in the new ecosystem.
7: I'm Tyler Adams, and I'm the acting CEO of CEOZ, which is one of the. First developer groups and longest
8: active developer groups in the Neo ecosystem. My name is Ryan Lloyd, and I'm the co-founder of TranslateMe, and we are busy working on the world's first decentralized machine translation solution. Hello, I'm
9: David I'm CIO of Neo Saint Petersburg Campus Center, and I'm responsible for NeoFS architecture and architecture and development of the services around it.
10: So I'm Ivan, I'm the CEO of CTO Labs. We do lots of things in the DeFi space, but primarily we deal with like trading protocols, trading interfaces, et cetera. So I think uh, most people know us as the OG Neodex CTO Exchange. And we built that early on uh, when, when Neo just came up with their smart contract platform.
11: I'm Vitor from Brazil. Some of you will know us from new research community. We've been together with Nell since 2017. I have been mostly active on the migration to DBFT 2.0. I have been watching and contributing as core developer for almost four years now. The next question we posed to our guests was, what was it
0: that made you interested in building in the NEO ecosystem? John Devados kicked it off with a slew of tech-based sentiment.
2: Very simple. Two things. It's the architecture. And I think I've said this before. We have the premier architecture. And when I say architecture, I mean not just the technology architecture, I mean the economic architecture, the economic model behind it. The second thing, of course, is the team, the founders, the ecosystem, the team. The camaraderie and the expertise that we have with respect to North America, Latin America, Asia, China, India, Europe, that's what really motivates me and keeps me
0: going. NEO SPCC's Stanislav Bogatyerev found practicality to be essential.
9: The most specific, I think, was the potential on how extensible and how practically oriented the NEO was when we started to look at it. Uh, even at the time of the version 2, I like the idea of how the distribution can be integrated with external calls and how it's
1: well-oriented for the practical development.
0: Vincent Janestey from Ghost Market noted various capabilities.
1: The technology itself, as in being able to deploy a wide range of smart contract and wages and the whole economics behind Neo with Neo and gas and the low transaction fees. So the overall general capabilities of Neo.
0: Neo News Today's own Brett Rhodes described his thought
4: process dating back to 2017. So I wouldn't consider myself to be the OGist of OGs, but I have been familiar with blockchain for a pretty long time now. And by the time the kind of AntShares FOMO of 2017 was coming around, I was already pretty familiar with proof of work and what I wanted to see kind of happening in newer gen blockchains. And if you were one of those guys with like the in it for the tech mentality, that road led you directly to AntShares back then. So, you know, kind of seeing the void in the new ecosystem of having someone who could translate the tech into things that people could understand, I think made me want to be a part of it.
0: Tyler Adams from COZ noted his primary focuses for joining, even if they may have changed over time.
7: Well, I think that's probably changed over the years. Initially, I came into the ecosystem because I found the consensus mechanism to be really novel and interesting. I found the, the approach to be very efficient, which is something that is very important.
0: NGD Shanghai's John Wong shared how his first introduction to the Neo ecosystem was through a group of friends who got together to discuss cryptocurrencies.
3: Actually, in 2017, my feeling is not that long ago, but at that moment, like, I'm mostly discussing the crypto and Bitcoin with my friends in the overseas, because I started in Australian before. When we have lots of talk, they mentioned to me like, oh, you are Chinese, so do you know project is called the end share? So <laughs> I said, I don't know. So, oh, they said, okay, shame on you, how you can, don't know the N is projects. You don't know the who is Da hong Fei. So <laughs> that's a great project in China. I should know them. So I do lots of the uh, research about what is is Share and uh, what uh, their the vision. And I also watch lots of the video uh like the Uncle Da like said in the social media. So I think like that project is not the same as the others. My feeling is like uh, the decentralized is made new chance
6: for everyone.
0: Yo Machado from the Swiss-based Axe Labs team found an experience he could improve upon and honed in.
6: To improve developer experience, I got back many times in meetups in the past in a new two with people coming to me and say, "Gil, like the developer experience is missing, is lacking. Then I decide, okay, I'm going to fix this. We have to fix this. And that's what I've been doing for a while, making it easier for developers.
0: Translate Me's Ryan Lloyd highlighted an important aspect from the perspective of a dApp building on a blockchain
8: network. At the core of the Neo ecosystem is trust for me. So I trust the team, I trust the development, I trust the progress. You know, crypto is a terrible place if you partner with the wrong platform and you get taken with the decisions of what is a project lead if they go in the wrong way in terms of managing the trust factor for that ecosystem. And from day one, from Antshez, really, there was a real genuine approach to solving some of the problems the world has using blockchain. And nothing's built in a day, but every day, Neo shows progress, shows integrity. And uh, that's why we're still with him.
0: Switchio Labs' Ivan Poon reminisced on the energy in the 2017 era, as well as Neo's vision looking forward.
10: Neo at the time was, I think it was 2017, 2018. And at the time, it was really a bustling ecosystem. And the amount of activity and the amount of eyeballs there. And what made us really interested was having an alternative sort of virtual machine, alternative sort of smart contract platform they had like a really great roadmap. And I think we are seeing the roadmap finally getting realized in Neo 3.0. So for us, that combination of the eyeballs and having something new done in a different way was really interesting to us. And that's why we really quickly developed the the first on-chain decks.
0: For Vitor, out of the Brazil-based Neo research community, the team started with a vision and then found a new purpose. It
11: begun. With the idea of creating science on the blockchain, but at that time it was not fully possible for us because we start to engage in these improvements over the BFT. Since we are from the academia, we like to research that we started to research like quantum security, and these are features that new has in its planes long-term perspective. And with
0: Odd Jorgen from Mimingo, one of the most recent additions to the developer community, he noted: I came across the NEO white paper for N3 and I was like, yeah, this is cool
5: 20 years from now. But then I saw that it was about to be released in March or something this year. So was super hyped about that. Uh, talked with Datasaur and we were like, nice, let's start to dig into it. And then we found Flamingo. Then
0: we made Mimingo. And yeah, that's the story goes on. I started contributing to NEO News Today in January 2018. One of the most intriguing concepts to me at that time was that of the smart economy. I had had a general idea as to what that meant, but the definition always seemed to be somewhere in between concrete and abstract. So for this episode, we sought to learn how others view the smart economy. Vitor, out of Neo Research, talked about his initial vision of the smart economy and how it has recently
11: changed with DeFi trends. I think the concept of smart economy has changed over the last five years. I have good friends in Brazil that created that famous protocol on new a DEX called Nash. And at the time, I was thinking that DEX is the smart economy, is the creation of tokens. But in the last year, we saw the growth of Yarn Finance, of DeFi, and that changed my perspective of smart economy. Nowadays, I don't see the need of bankarizing people in the traditional system anymore. I see now a truly hope in DeFi that is empowering people to make it as a source of real value that you can make your savings, that you can transfer your money, all integrated in simple platforms.
0: COZ's Tyler Adams also touched upon how his understanding of the concept had changed
7: over the years. The smart economy, to me, is this concept of having interfacing between decentralized applications and the users without a centralized or any centralized intermediaries, right? So you can imagine users interfacing directly with these decentralized applications, these smart contracts on-chain, and then
0: also these decentralized applications interfacing directly with each other as well my Mingo's odd Jorgen described how a team can help impact a microeconomic realm while also addressing potential use cases for real-world activities
5: for me smart economy it's easy for everyone that's why mymingo like grew and that we got like a big audience for it because we made flamingo smart flamingo were like one click, do this, wait, then you have to take up your calculator, you have to figure it out and everything like that. But then we took all that down to one operation. Smart economy as a whole is more like you want to buy a house, I want to sell a house, use a smart contract instead of a realtor, then we don't have to pay all those fees. So we don't need to trust each other. We have like the ecosystem with smart contracts that can do that for us.
0: John Wong from NGD Shanghai touched upon the differences in team size between a centralized institution managing a large sum of money versus a team managing a DeFi protocol.
3: My feeling is like the smart economy actually is kind of the new relationship between the people. For example, like God, actually I working in in the bank before and I also working in the consulting company. And I can see like when the company wanted to manage in like uh, the 1 billion of the asset, normally they need like uh, 1000 of the team. But uh, we can see like, uh, if we use the compound or the RV, we can see like uh, they managing the same amount of the asset. They may only need like uh, 40 people, 40 staff to manage it. So it's significantly to increase the efficiency for the, all the economy activities.
0: Neo SPCC's Stanislav Bogatyrev highlighted the team's ethos of building a network that meets real time and real world needs.
9: For me, then, the smart economy is something which is tightly connected to the reality, first of all, and try to make the nervous also oriented to solve practical problems of the real world, installing the data and to integrate it with uh, all existing systems.
0: Brett Rhodes from Neo News Today touted the permissionlessness and borderless features inherent with a
4: distributed global blockchain network. It's an idealized version of what we have today, really. It's the ability to do business with anyone around the world, but without the borders that we currently have to deal with. And all those kind of inefficiencies of bureaucracy that we can just kind of abstract away through code. Translate Me's Ryan Lloyd expressed his
0: team's desire to remove rent seeking third party elements from instant translation
8: processes. At the core of what blockchain is about is it solves a trust between two parties when there's value that's exchanged using software that doesn't have the tainted effect of human greed and human interference. And we need this in a lot of aspects of our lives. You know, that's a big part of why are we able to do what we're doing on Transatme? Because we need aspects of that to work, to manage parts of what we're trying to solve, which is also a trust in the translation industry. But I think the larger part is distribution of value and securing that distribution. Ghost Market's Vincent Genesté nodded to connectivity
0: as an essential element.
1: I think it's about cross-project integration. Obviously, DeFi and NFT are well-connected. Owning an NFT gives you a multiplier or whatever on the DeFi app. That's a simple uh, example, but there are way more advanced use cases. And to me, smart economy is about this, you know, connecting different individual capabilities together.
0: John Devados out of the Seattle based NGD Enterprise noted the one thing he and his peers are focusing on
2: it's about one thing, it's about digitizing assets digitizing real-world assets. Now, to do that effectively, we have to bridge the real world and, if you will, what you might call the metaverse, which means we need standards, we need schemas, we need protocols. They have to be open and they have to be interoperable.
0: And Ivan Poon from Switchio Labs highlighted the necessity of offering building blocks for developers.
10: So for me, Spy Economy, for Neo, it really means having the building blocks right there within the blockchain and therefore supporting a whole ecosystem, right? That's really my friend of It's a good idea. So it's a idea. And the idea behind it is then you don't have to build your own oracles. You don't have to rebuild your own file system. And I think no other blockchain has really done that. So I think it'll be really interesting to see it play out.
0: It's easy for a guest. To talk at length about the work that they've put into their project, dApp, or company. But blockchain is about so much more than a single individual's effort. We sought to learn more about participants' favorite contributions to the Neo ecosystem that they themselves or their teams did not develop. When poised with the question, Neo SPCC's Stanislav Bogatriev answered almost immediately Oracles. I think. uh... Built-in oracles is a most uh, amazing feature,
9: which uh, makes NEO closer to the reality.
0: NGD Shanghai's John Wong was among two participants who noted NEO News today, and he even brought an interesting metaphor to the table.
3: All of them. It's very difficult for me to pick any of them. If I have to pick, I think I can pick the NEO News today. You are helping us to make this content more interesting and more easy for the user, our community members, uh, to understanding. And you actually is uh, follow more with the project than us. We make more give them support. If I make example, it's more like a father in the family, the same as my father. Like they already tell me, like okay, so what you should do, and we give you some support. But I feel like the new new study is more like a mother for this uh, community. You are helping them with another way to take care of them and to find them there the uh, some shining point and to tell the community. So no matter for this industry, the focus on the depth, focus on the DeFi, focus on the NFT, focus on the gamefi. You are still the team to. Keeping having that,
0: Ryan Lloyd from Translate Me also noted Neo News Today, citing its offering of information about the ecosystem.
8: I'd have to bring in Neo News Today and say that you guys are a huge part of Neo's information base that has kept true and stayed true, and just has completely stuck to what Neo is about and kept not only us but all the other interested parties involved and notified. And I think that you guys have contributed a large part of what no one else has done, which is the actual information and the delivery of that information.
0: NGD Enterprise's John Devados nodded to the efforts at COZ. I really like uh,
2: COZ's work, you know, in terms of uh, Python, in terms of JavaScript, you know, what they've done to extend the developer experience. And so I will tell you, I am a very big
0: fan of uh, Tyler and the guys over there. Vincent Geneste of Ghost Market addressed the impending integration of Wallet Connect. Wallet Connect is an open source protocol for connecting dApps to mobile wallets using QR code scanning or deep linking.
1: Adding Wallet Connect is very good because it will open up a ton of new possibilities. Mostly, you know, regular wallets, which probably for now don't care about Neo, When they realize they can just plug Wallet Connect and be fully integrated with Neo, it will help solve a lot of adoption issues.
0: Neo News Today's Brett Rhodes noted the suite of tools available for the Python programming language and cited the language's resiliency.
4: I think just as it did all those years ago, Vice takes the cake. So the ability to do Python smart contracts. I think that the blockchain industry as a whole is at a really interesting place right now in that it's really not quite sure where it's supposed to go from solidity. Some folks think that we should just do more solidity on layer two. Other people are like laser eye focused on zero knowledge tool chains like Starkware, Cairo, and stuff. And other teams just think we need an alternative to the EVM. Neo is obviously one of those with Neo VM.
0: COZ's
4: Tyler Adams nodded
0: to the efforts at NGD Enterprise as well as other developer communities. There are a
7: lot, actually. Neo Express is probably the one that my team would probably crucify me for not including here we all use it. And it's really lowered the bar for development. While we're working on Wallet Connect, I think DAPI is also a really critical infrastructure um, in the ecosystem because I think that really kick-started a lot of the DAP wallet integrations. I think Axlabs has done some pretty amazing work um, on the Java front. There's a new project that they're working on that I'm pretty excited about, although it's more of like an Kind of an ecosystem level project that C&Z will also be involved in to some extent. That's pretty
0: cool. Man, the list, the list goes on. Axe Labs' Gil Machado nodded towards two unique projects.
6: For me, it's New Express and Neo Line. I think both projects put Neo in front of other blockchains in terms of developer experience. And Neo Line is something that embraces browsers and, and users.
0: During my tenure here in the NEO ecosystem, I've been fortunate to attend several conferences, meetups, and other exciting in-person events. So for this special episode of the podcast, NEO News Today was interested to learn more about the favorite events or moments in the past five years that other community members have experienced. COZ's Tyler Adams reminisced about the first DevCon that took place in February of 2018 in San Francisco. It also happened to be both my first in-person blockchain and
7: NEO event. This was more of a COZ moment, but the first DevCon for NEO was really special for COZ because up until that point, nobody had ever met each other, really. I'd met a couple of the people in COZ before, but that was the first time where a lot of people came together. To meet and talk about ideas and things like that. So that was a really special moment for me personally. You know, it was the first time I got to meet Da. Also, I think, you know, it was the first time I met Dean, for example, as well. It was really just the first time that everybody was meeting each other. So that was really special.
0: Translate Me's Ryan Lloyd described the feeling when his company launched their smart contract on the Neo
8: mainnet. I have to say it's when we deployed our smart contract. <laughs> so, I mean, I literally, it was a memorable moment. I still, I can put myself back in the seat when we, you know, clicked the button and uh, yeah, we went live on Neo officially. So yeah, that was a very important step for us and it's, if I could frame it, I would. Vitor
0: Coelho out of Neo Research recalled spending time with others during the off hours of the second DevCon in Seattle.
11: Oh, my friend, I remember we singing Bob Marley in Seattle. It was so good moment. <laughs> but <laughs> that was so fun event to me. It was the DevCon, many people from different parts of the world, but the joy and the good moments in Seattle are memorable.
0: Edge noted that one event in particular helped make a second event more fruitful.
4: I've got a lot of good memories from Neo in Seattle, as you well know. But I think the community assembly was truly something special. I think kind of the ice had already been broken between people thanks to the previous events. And we kind of all had that familiarity despite us all coming from totally different backgrounds. And that week, man, it just had an energy to it that was... Just full of intelligent, passionate people trying to make something that was bigger than they are. It's pretty amazing. I loved it. Can't
0: wait for the next one. Gil Machado from Axe Labs connected an in-person event to the success
6: of a major online event. I have two events. One of them, it was the new community assembly. I know that is not, it was not exposed to the public, but this was really important because that's when I felt that everyone got together to go to the next event, to the second event that I think there was most the the debate breakthrough, which was the new N3 release in Mainnet. We from X Labs were honored to be part of this as a council member because we were literally making history. It's a moment that I will not forget.
0: John Devados noted the community assembly in Shanghai, where he got to meet a large portion of the Neo developer community over the week-long event.
2: I would have to say, there's a very clear winner there, right? It's the... uh community summit uh, that we had uh, in about two years ago. I think that was just a phenomenal event. It was great in terms of meeting people in person, many people I had never met before. And so that's obviously head and shoulders the event. And I look forward to having uh, more of those very soon.
0: Ivan Poon noted an in-person event hosted by NEO, where he was able to meet some Switchio lab supporters for the first time.
10: I would say the physical event, that happened in Singapore just before the whole COVID thing. That was really fun and and we we met a lot of supporters there, both in and out of the NIOC ecosystem like Mahongfei and there and then CZ gave this whole sort of private event thing uh, with Neo. So that was really interesting to see.
0: Odd from MyMingo shared a more recent experience about his team's NFT project that launched on NEO N3.
5: The best feeling I had is like, uh, we made this NEO Bits series. And then we had this NEO Bits Discord channel. And we had some auctions and a Discord bot that pasted every time it, when it comes in a new bid. And I think it was when we sold uh, Da Hong Fei. It was a lot of bidding. It really took me back to Mirk and MSN days when you were just chatting with your friends all night long. It was so nice. Yeah, that was the best moment. Actually, that's like the best moment in two
0: to three years of my life. This episode has focused on Neo's mainnet running for the past five years. And the Lindy effect essentially states that the longer a technology is around, the more likely it is to have a longer lifespan. So with this concept in mind, we asked, what will be the top headline on Neo News Today five years from now? John Wong noted that he believes a contender headline could involve a nation state.
3: Currently, I'm thinking maybe the title of the topic can be like uh, some country is support the new blockchain. So I believe it can be the future, like uh, become the fact in the future. We can see like uh, some country is already using the coin. So it also means like I didn't see any country or any government to ban the blockchain technology. So I believe like uh, for all the industry, if they actually want growing faster, so they need the local government to know or have the regulation to manage it.
0: My Mingo Zod-Jorgen also shared a similar sentiment. I think that article will be about how uh, another country has signed up and start using their like national
5: currency on the neo chain, And I guess that's possible as well. It's fast, it's reliable and transparent.
0: Ghost Market's Vincent Geneste nodded towards interoperability between chains.
1: I'm fairly certain NEO will be one of the top contenders when it comes to advanced blockchain. I think we will see a lot of articles and news related to cross-chain integration between NEO and others, you know, because it's a future. Um we know that since a long time. There's a good reason Polynetwork was born. But I definitely think Neo will be one of the few because, like I said, because of the smart contract capabilities which can attract a lot of developers and also because it's readily available. Ivan
0: from Switchio Labs took a more nuanced approach acknowledging that we might not know what we don't know.
10: I think five years is really long for our kind of space. I think the landscape there will be really, really different. Things that we don't even foresee at this point in time. So in the same way that NFT and DeFi, people didn't really uh, see in yeah, current she and form.
0: John Devidos out of Seattle touched upon the theme of exponential growth in developer capabilities and blockchain-based solutions.
2: There's only one word. I would say exponential. You know, what we have done, what we have built, what we have seen grow in the last five years, you know, as we look ahead at the next five years, it's going to be exponential. And by that, I mean, in terms of the capabilities, in terms of the solutions, especially as you said, with respect to tokenizing assets, in terms of the access to the millions of developers and in terms of the multiple of millions of users, consumers, citizens across the globe that will benefit economically, uh, socially, with respect to what we have built as the underlying platform.
0: Gil Machado out of Labs, believes that there will be stories about particular segments of society that greatly benefit from blockchain technology.
6: I don't have a headline, but I'm absolutely sure that if New continues with the same pace of building and delivering and aggregating people, New has the potential to change niches in the society. A headline that has to do with neo technology helping niches in society uh, or small groups in society. NNT in five years will have a headline saying, like a specific community or some schools got benefit by the new technology, and uh, we build a case out of this.
0: Tyler Adams nodded towards major integration with non-blockchain apps and entities. In five years, what I would
7: expect to see is some major integrations that are not blockchain focused that's really critical for this space and you know we talk a lot I've been I'm a huge proponent of blockchain not for the sake of blockchain or not being self-serving I'd love to see like some point of sales integrations and things like that with various vendors hopefully in Colorado but I would be happy with those being anywhere I think there are a lot of things like that that will probably start showing up in the, you know, in five years timeline. I think that's reasonable.
0: Finally, the NEO blockchain couldn't have spun up or arrived at its current destination without a seed, a foundation of the network that was founded in Shanghai. In 2014, when AntShares was dreamt up, the vision was developed by a small group of individuals. Many years later, there's a thriving ecosystem of international developers. So we concluded our conversations by prodding participants to share any parting words with the Neo team. Tyler Adams from COZ noted the development of the team over the past five years. I've worked
7: with that team for a really long time now, and I've seen it change in remarkable ways. They've really... Organize themselves into a pretty well oiled machine. We're following pretty standard or industry standard processes, the ecosystem. Like we get pre releases to work with to make sure that all of our products are staged. And I think that shows in the community as well. When we look at how like the N3 release has gone with the various previews and the release candidates and everything like that, you'll notice that when those come out, Almost immediately, or even before they're deployed, we have all of the tools staged already and releasing at the same time. And that's a really big deal because it allows us to ensure that developers and actually the entire ecosystem are never caught off balance. I think that also speaks really strongly to the quality of the project.
0: NGD Shanghai's John Wong Thanked NGD for giving him and the employees a home during the 2018 and 19 bear market.
3: I'm proud of it, like working with all the colleagues, no matter the colleagues still working in the NGD or they are living. I believe Neil has very excellent culture in this world. If I'm not working in the Neil, it's quite difficult for me to know. That many of the knowledge about the crypto already leaving this industry for the whole crypto is still have the tough time on the 2019 and the 2020. So the NGD is giving us a place to discussing to keeping working industry and uh, keeping learning. So that's uh, how we actually can still work in, in this industry in 2020 in 2021. So NEO for me or uh, NEO for people who working here is not just a job, I believe it's a community We can actually learn lots and working together with a very good relationship.
0: Brett from NEO News Today applauded the international approach of the project.
4: I think they've really fostered something special. And they've managed to do it outside of their primary borders of China, which is can't really be taken for granted. I've met some exceptional people because of the work that NGD's done. The energy that was there back in 2017 has only grown stronger. And I think uh, I've really noticed improvements, especially over the last year, year and a half of NGD's kind of leadership in this space. I'm excited to see where they go from here.
0: My Mingo's Odd Jorgen stated his appreciation for building a platform that he can easily develop on top of.
5: What they are building is actually insane. We think like 20 years from now, all this would be possible. But we have it here today and the achievement of doing that is really big. And I think they don't get enough feedback for that hard work. So yeah, I'm really grateful for uh, that they have made a platform that makes me able to make an NFT game in five hours. That's totally insane. We, on Ethereum, it would take me like three months to make the same.
0: Gil shared his appreciation for NGD's ability to curate the ecosystem.
6: Big kudos to, to GD guys because it's pretty hard. There's a lot of competition in the market. There is a lot of things moving, projects, people that wants to take advantage, you know, of the whole ecosystem. They have to select. They have to fight against the lions and have to bring everyone together and select the people that should be in this community. So I admire the work that they're doing.
0: Ivan from Switchio Labs identified the Poly Network protocol as something that he and his team very much appreciate.
10: I would like. To say congratulations and a big thank you for their hard work, especially trying to push the DeFi ecosystem with Flamingo. I think that was uh, done really quickly and it worked quite well. The other thing, also, is their work in doing cost chain interoperability with Poly Network. So that enabled us to reach our new to our SWKH token, into like now Carbon and, and the other chains.
0: Vitor from Neo Research acknowledged not just the Neo team, but the entire ecosystem.
11: I would say, congratulations, Eric. Congratulations, Chargon. Congratulations, Harry. The guys of Serial Zion, me and Fabio, Tyler, Local Meta, Chris. all these guys that contributed to the community along this year, that believed in the project and still use it to the guys from Russia that dedicated, created Neo go, created new NeoFS. Congratulations to us in Brazil that organized conference, that researched, my brother Igor, Belene, the guys also from São Paulo, Ricardo, Rodrigo. And this community has been beautiful. I believe that there is a space for everyone. And in the next five years, we're going to see interesting things raising on you. And John Devados closed out by sharing how monumental
0: the N3 rollout was by comparing similar feats from previous enterprise experience.
2: I mean, what can I say? I can only say thank you. I mean, you know, phenomenal. You know, the innovation, the engineering excellence, the outputs. I can only say thank you, the team, you know. And again, we are very globally dispersed, globally distributed. I think it's a marvel of engineering to be able to build Uh, And look, I've seen, you know, and I've had to build, you know, I built, I incubated Azure many, many years ago, 15 years ago. I've worked on global scale enterprise class stacks. And I'll tell you, to build a platform at this scale with this spectrum of features and capabilities is non-trivial.
0: Well, what did you think of all those interviews? I, for one, am incredibly humbled to have access to such a variety of intelligent, forward-thinking, and hard-working individuals. These past few years I've spent working within the same ecosystem as these brilliant minds, who can choose to do whatever and work anywhere they want, has been among the most fulfilling opportunities of my career. Further, it has been an honor to cover the ecosystem here at Neo News Today on behalf of you, the community. I'm incredibly excited for what the next five years of growth and innovation might look like and how our guests are pioneering that frontier among so many other contributors to the NEO ecosystem. So I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the NEO News Today podcast, and we look forward to catching you next time.